Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dark Talk. So Cooper, what's your favorite episode of ours you've listened to? Um, to be entirely honest, I haven't really listened to any of them. Wah, wah. I have a friend who listens to I them. Called like, it. He talks to me about I called them. It. But anyway, I myself haven't listened to them. In the studio today, you have, have me as always. You have listens. Tim. You have, and in North Carolina, you have. <laughs> Wrong, sir. I'm not in North Carolina. <laughs> One uh, of the Carolinas. It's Eric, who is not in North Carolina. He's in South Carolina. Bro, now they know where you live. That's creepy. I don't care if they know the state. I don't even care if they know the city. Yeah. I live in Greenville, South Carolina. So if you are a listener from the Greenville, South Carolina area, uh, let me know because we're still moving towards starting a club. We even talked about a name today. Eric allows That's melee not- too, so. Oh, no, only with beans. Oh, really? Beans? Wait, really? Can of beans, melee only, just for you. Wow. That sounds both painful and tasty. I hate well, beans. Well, you know. It's, a, it's kind of a secret rule. Most people don't come prepared for that. It's just for me. <laughs> Who else do we have? From Bowling Green, Ohio, Cooper. Yay, Cooper. <laughs> oh, I thought I already introduced myself. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm also from Bowling Green, Ohio, and I'm Who are Jesse. You? Who are you? Why are you here? Jesse, also known as? Also known as Bunny. I am a part of Red Team and a BG Undead member, moderator, and treasurer of the club oh who else is part of red team now by the way there's quite a few um i joined in the summer cooper joined after me it's me and tim cody heron and a few others yeah apparently we we got conscripted we got conscripted this past weekend yeah me and tim are now part of red team oh cool sweet really congratulations i forgot they weren't there when that happened yeah uh, oh yeah! It was Brandon and was Buff and Cody, Cody. and Co- Buff was like, "Okay, do we have quorum? I think so. All right, all in favor? I." So yeah, apparently we got to get r- red camo. Oh no, I want the pink camo. Well, yeah. You can get either. I want the pink camo shorts like Brandon has. Love those. Yeah, Brain has rainbow camo. Really, interesting. Uh, Where do you buy rainbow camo? He made from? it. I've Amazon. Never seen that. He did. Yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Uh, he he oh, dyed them himself. I don't, I don't know about cool. that. <laughs> what are we talking about today? So what'd you guys do this weekend, right? You guys. Uh, I bruised the main topic my butt. Is a big event. I bruised yeah, my. Yeah, August 9th and tenth, we had the bowling, BG Undead Bowling Green State University, HVZ invite called Zombie World. And what's the totally non-infringing key of that game? The thing of Jurassic Park, but it is a zombie park. The humans had to come to and investigate and figure out that deep beneath the lines of defense, there was an evil billionaire that was controlling the zombies and wanting to infest them with the world. Kind of think the amusement park from Zombieland mixed with Jurassic Park was the original idea. So I yep. don't, I don't know if you guys were aware, but there is a movie called The Resort, R E Z O R T, that is literally that plot. Really? Yes. I'm uh, googling it right now. I think now. it's, I think it's on Amazon Prime Movie. Oh That's really interesting. I might watch <laughs> it sometime. Yeah, it's, it's after um, the apocalypse, zombie apocalypse is over. And you go to this mm-hmm. theme park island, like Jurassic Park, and you get to go in and you get to hunt zombies. 
It's, it's literally the exact word that, for word yeah. thing. So I guess that's what the inspiration was. <laughs> that's awesome. It's not even terribly reviewed. Like, there's a chance it's I would like it. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> Apparently, it says it's on Netflix. I don't know if that's true. What? Guess it's, we're having so, movie night tonight. Oh, it's on Amazon yes. Prime for like a dollar. You can get it on YouTube for $2. Ooh. That's a bit expensive for this yeah. movie. <laughs> Jim, how much, how much is the ticket worth? Hmm? How much? How much is the movie worth to you? How much do we pay for it? I'd probably pay cents. a couple bucks to watch it. Yeah, you can get it like a dollar on Amazon Prime. So you said it's supposedly on Netflix too. It says it's on their subscription, but let me let me. I have the Netflix app on my phone. Let me look. Oh, you you see that? Yeah, Resort R E Z O R T. Two thousand fifteen. I'm so cool. You could yeah. watch it, or you could go play Dead Island, which is the same thing, but as a video <laughs> game. Or you can oh go God. play. I guess I would go on. Or you can go play Left for Dead Two, which is like the best zombie game ever made. Mm. Or go on one, two, three movies and just like. Totally it is in fact on Netflix. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm watching that tonight. Heck yeah! yeah. Probably me too. I'm we'll probably watch it, it too. List. Well, I'll see what the boss says when she gets home. <laughs> Here, Cooper, Jesse, just just yeah, hang she... on. I'll be down there in like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! Oh, so this podcast is turning into a movie night. All right. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, just screw this. Let's do a movie instead. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I just made sure that so I did, in fact, press record. <laughs> okay, you guys ready for the shout-outs? Let's just get these shout-outs over with and get out of here. Yeah, that's a good episode. Good job, guys. Let's wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> now let's time to so Tom, Tom totally did that one time. We were like five minutes into our Dude, conversation. We were like 15 minutes in. Yeah. We were quite a ways in, and I realized that... What, I that realized. With? Who's that with? Was it with, it, wasn't it with FDL? Yeah, I think it was. Probably. If it, like, I'm, if it was anyone to mess up with, I'm glad it was them because they're actually gonna make fun of me the most. Never mind. Wait, were you really not recording? Yeah. yeah. Like, like. Yeah. It was like ten yeah. minutes. Oh. Quite a oh time. no. It was funny. No, not this podcast though. A different one. Just to be clear. Yeah. Foamcast. Not not today. It was a previous episode. It was actually on an episode of Foamcast yeah. Radio. We've oh never my. been on Foamcast Radio. Although apparently we are tied with Drac. No, Drac's got one more than us. Oh, now. does he now? He's well, at twelve. He, so go on to the poll and I already for us. did. Oh, damn. <laughs> so there, sponsored by there is a poll Tom's, on the um, the Foamcast Radio Facebook group about who he should have on. And uh, until recently, apparently, we were tied for votes with uh, Drac. So, oh, man. so go on there and put I us. I so would have voted for you guys. You, you still can. We like Ben Anderson. We just yeah, need to do the podcast yeah. with him. We're on, we're on really good terms with him, I, I think. Even though we sniped his uh, release for the Dart Zone Pro oh, episode. So, I mean, I'd already said I was going to post that as soon as possible because yeah. I was really excited about that. So you know how there are like, questions that you have to fill out to join his Facebook page? Apparently, when he put, who's the host, the correct answer was not Tom, Tim, Eric, and Connor. <laughs> Is that what you put? <laughs> yeah. So he sent us an Instagram message, something about, you're lucky, I love you, Tom, or something like that. And I didn't know what the hell he had done. I didn't know until just now. There's so many things I could have done and probably have done. Nice. I'm getting a drill. I'm actually working on modding a blaster while we podcast. Wait, wait, what are you modding? modding? Soon we're not going to be able to hear anyone except for the... Eric, what are you modding? He's gone. He's gone. Uh, All right, while while Eric's gone, let's talk about what you got. Yeah, so uh, on, like, what, Friday or something? The Liberator pre-order came out, and <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and um, 
I messaged him and asked if he wanted a Liberator 2 because on Walmart's website, if it's over $35, it's free shipping. I wanted the Liberator 1, though. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> got him. Um, so we ordered jokes. two Liberators. I got plenty. They're supposed to be here on Thursday. No, I get Yeah, Thursday, tomorrow, so I guess the 15th. And they showed up on Monday. So a few orders, a few days before they're even supposed to be out. And so, yeah, we currently both have our Liberators. Tim, Tim's a bit disappointed by it. I, it, it, it's a great blaster. I like it. I am disappointed by the fact that you cannot top it off without double feeding it. Other so than that, it's a fun blaster to use, but it's highly impractical. Yeah, you, oh, I, I wouldn't. I still think it's practical. I'm still going to. I wouldn't it. run it as a primary because you can't top off in the lulls between action to make sure you're fully loaded. But like mm-hmm. slung over your back just to pull you know, for a quick uh, secondary, it'd be great. But, so, there, it has a very similar to an actual shotgun. It's got a uh, loading door underneath the pump prime, and inside that door is a little curved uh, flap that do- it serves two functions. A, it prevents the balls that you've loaded it backwards into the chamber from falling out, but then also, when you bring the pump grip forward it flips that flap up and pushes the next round into the chamber. So oh, to, to load issue is. yeah, to load more balls in while there's still some in there pushes another ball up into the chamber when you move the flap out of the way to get the balls passed into the, um, I don't know the, the real steel term for that, but the internal magazine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to know the term. I don't anymore. Anyways. Um, I haven't opened it up myself yet because I just got it uh, about an hour and a half ago. But I'm hearing that the both the door and the because tr- it's got two triggers. One is the firing trigger, and one is is a safety. I heard I've huh. heard that both of those are built into the blaster in a way where you can't remove them. So I I don't know. You know th- those are like the first two things people talked about doing to the blaster, and it sounds like you may not be able to, at least yet. Until somebody designs a 3D printed part for it. Yeah, I give yeah. that I give that like a few months, if even. Um, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I wish you could reload it on the fly. Um, I think it's one of the things that make the Chronos so widely loved in general was just the fact that it was so versatile and powerful at the same time and affordable. Um, this is this sounds like it's just missing a couple pieces of that DNA. And if you have the know-how, it wasn't too hard to make the Chronos into a shotgun either true i think for the price point you're getting more than your money's worth yeah yes to be fair it still is worth it it's not yeah not like the second you know it's it could have been the best blaster ever not ever but it could have been one of our it could have been legendary yeah that way. i i am not disappointed that i have one and, I, and it is a good price um you know it holds 10 rounds so as a quick pull backup i think it will suit my needs great and for regular, you know, kids playing with it, it it's probably even going to be decent at the dart club when Connor gets his hands on some. Maybe. Um, maybe. I've had, I just, a few, I've had a few. Like, it's it's a heavy prime. Yeah. It's not an easy prime. I, I just, I, whenever I look at a black, because, you know, I'm very heavy in the 3D printed area of the hobby. So for me to pick up a shelf blaster, I'm totally looking at, okay, what can this do for me? that I can't find a blaster somebody in the community has designed. And it, 
it's just not something I would run as a primary because of the uh, the lack of ability to top it off. When it only holds 10 shots, so I'd hope you don't run as a primary. But you could be topping it off in between the lull. That's what I was getting at. Well, regardless, in, in between the lull, you're talking about loading it like this? That's, yeah. That's so many moving pieces. Like, if you're going to prime it, you're going to have to lean it back, prime it, and load it in this way. So it's still going to be impractical to top off. Yeah. I think... I don't think people should run this as a primary. I think it's definitely going to be a backup blaster. You know Buff Daddy will run it as a primary. I'll, I'll run it as a primary. <laughs> Buff Daddy will run anything as a primary. You know what I just thought about? I need a shotgun-esque blaster that shoots mega darts because I already have the monorail that shoots elites. Now I've got the liberator that does rival rounds. Yeah. I need mega. The double breach. <clears throat> I had one of those. It's not good. It's not good. All right. Um, recent projects. I finished my Talon Claw. I was working on reprinting parts for my Foxfire. <laughs> while I wait for uh, Project Bean to get here. I am. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to putting the Talon Claw through its paces on uh, Sunday at the next Detroit Dart League event. Um, oh yeah, it is this weekend. Yep. So I at End War I invested in the um, the Devil Z Nerf Works uh, turbine plunger for the Talon Claw, um, and then a friend of mine pointed out that uh, 55 Samba has an AR15 uh, SMG variant of the Talon Claw that he designed. So that's the version I printed. It's got a really cool front shroud. Um, that kind of helps with the spacing issues that you normally get on the lower um, two threaded rods. I mean, it's not fully enclosed like you get with the uh, Doom Shroud on a Caliburn, but uh, I think it looks pretty darn good. Looks pretty snazzy. Yeah, Tom's nipple agrees. <laughs> I was hiding behind the curtain at the back of the uh, dark club when Tom came in, and I peeked around the corner and popped a shot off. And it, yeah, it was genuine. It was it genuinely bullseye. It was genuinely a dick move. <laughs> like, like not, not funny. It was genuinely a dick move at that point. I think it happens like every time we show up to the dark club, somebody's yeah. getting popped. Yes, he shot me back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about recent events. We've no, we kind of talked about recent events, and that's going to lead us into our main topic. But uh, we talked about uh, new blasters. We've talked about recent projects. Um, so I guess why don't we we backpedal into recent events and and uh, the reason we have uh, Jesse and Cooper from Bowling Green on is to talk about the recent event we went to down in Bowling Green uh, at uh, BG Undead their uh, I guess what is this a summer invitational it's still summer right yes it's, is it still 2019 I'm losing track oh yeah nobody was at school either I bet Right. Uh, there was there was some people because well, <laughs> people live around campus. Yeah, there, so there's yeah. that. People yeah. are living on campus or on campus, and also it was the beginning of resident advisor training. Yeah, there was. I think there was some we're tours. There for that. Um, I had to laugh at one point where uh, we were coming up the sidewalk, and there was a random uh, civilian walking by that happened to have a bandana on that was the same color as BG Undead's bandana this year. <laughs> oh, do you think it popped? No, but luckily somebody realized they weren't a player and 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 called out a hold, so that she didn't. 
because that would have been awkward. Oh, no. Did you guys tell her? Like, <laughs> whoopsies. Hey. I, I think she realized. Well, that's why we turquoise bandana. Color orange on our campus for like bandanas for HVZ. Oh, because your color is, is yeah. Yeah, our colors are orange and brown. And one time they wanted to do orange bandanas. And a lot of people wear orange bandanas in their hair. And it was not a good time. Ouch. So did that game actually get played? It got thought about. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Makes, so it makes a little more sense. That <laughs> wouldn't have been fun. <laughs> Bad time. Have our school mascots walking around campus getting pelted by darts. Oh, yeah. man. What was the game color this time? It was turquoise. Nice. Good color. Do you guys did you guys do commemorative bandanas or is it just a turquoise color? Is that all that, that matters? We have actual uh, BG Undead bandanas and it has the logo of BG Undead on it. So then when you fold it up to wear it as a headband or put it on your arm or leg, um, you can see the logo. And uh, this game we gave them out for free and just asked for donations for the club. Yeah, so Eric, so what they normally do is when you buy your bandana, that's your your dues and your membership for the season. So, like if you've paid and if you have the bandana, you can you could actually go to their meeting and and vote on uh admin and stuff. Yeah. It'd be funny if you made the bandana like the way you get in, like, "All right, he's clean. Let him in." Ooh. <laughs> have security at the door. Yeah. Um which <laughs> funny random tidbit you know, I packed everything up uh, Friday night before I came down, and I get down there um, Saturday morning, go start to pull out all my gear, and I pull out the bandana that uh, Pete Fuzzy Pete had gotten for me at the previous one, and it's soaking wet. And I'm like, what the heck? And I'm like, did my, my hydro pack start leaking water? So I, I rummage around. Nothing else in my bag was wet, but the bandana was soaking wet. Did you ever find out what it was no, from? No, there was there was nothing wet in the bag itself. The only, I was waiting for the answer to this question. I, yeah. I, I have no clue how it happened. Like, there there wasn't anything, you know, spilled in the bag. Nothing else in around it was even remotely wet. I just... Mysterious liquids my, coming yeah, from Tim's my, bag. My bandana is haunted. Tom, would you, would you like to, what? you know... Tell us something. Would yeah, you I, like was, I was about to say, Tom. Do you have something to say? <laughs> Tom, what'd you do? He, he wasn't there. He went down on his own Friday yeah. night. We went down Friday went night and went and saw a drive-in instead of doing Mission Zero, which was delightful. Tom, did yeah. you put beans in Tim's bag? Uh, oh my gosh. I, the last time had, I guess the last time I had a can of beans was uh, Cody's birthday, because I got him a big old can of beans. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that wasn't me. Tim, did you, uh, did you like, consider, did you smell it, like, it, yeah, it, it smelled like water. No, it was water. Yeah, it was not my dog. Huh. <laughs> oh, also, shout out Ray for getting me an apron. He got me like a barbecue apron <laughs> to wear, and cool. I, I uh, ran it for missions one, and then I took it off because it was actually really hot. Well, no, it kept getting caught in my knee pads. Getting, oh, probably from Buff Daddy's care package. What? Oh, Wait, was that one of the... It wasn't an apron, though, was it? No, that, Ray I legitimately he... just got me that. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I just know Buff came over to our place with that massive care package, and then our apartment disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen some of the 
what comes out of those. And honestly, it may have come out because they sent some pretty crazy what, stuff. The apron? In the, yeah. No, that was from Ray. Right. Ray, Did, Ray bought it at his work. Okay. Because, like, I know that Buff Daddy yeah. has a Nerf brand brand. Like, he could sear the yeah. Nerf logo into steaks think, and burgers and stuff. I don't think Nerf advocates beer. Yeah, good point. I know in in this one they gave us they gave well, in Buff's care package a Cornhole a set, lawn right? chair a oh, seat cushion I, which I'm currently sitting on. Bro, um, you got the cushion a jacket, raincoat. a raincoat, really, as well what? as cornhole, which we have up in our roommate's room right now. Do I really want the cornhole? cornhole? That's so cool. Yeah, a cornhole. whole set of full size cornhole boxes that you toss them into hey. and bags to hey, go wow. along with it. Do Do you guys want the cornhole set? <laughs> yes, uh, they do. I, th- I think I think our roommate wants it. Yeah. Fuck, I want it. Oh, that's Come my one. Cornhole in the yard. You know, I never notice when you actually use your one. Yeah. Until I hear the beeps and listening back. <gasps> uh oh, food we lose. No, no one lost. Okay. People are just sending me f- notifications. There's that's two. <laughs> Tim, you know this. I'm pretty sure that the one I put anyway. out probably had some curse words in it that oh, I probably. just missed. Probably. All right, so I, I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna talk about yeah. Rain, let's rain it back into we're gonna f- the <laughs> the purpose of this episode. So we're gonna um, we're gonna analyze we, the last HVZ we went to. Is that the proper term we want to use? Analyze. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I had the least amount of fun at this HVZ ever. Yeah, before before that, yeah. let's let's rank it out of ten. Let's rank it out of ten. Jesse, out of ten, what would you rank this HVZ? Since I was a game designer game i don't feel i have the right to rank it because i didn't play it does that make sense cooper what do you rank it out of ten one two three four fifth <laughs> cooper, what do you am rank i allowed it to rank it from a moderator perspective since i wasn't playing but i was yeah. modding the whole time yeah i'd probably rank it then like a three or four at the most so simply Tim, what, because what there were times it? that were fun but a lot of the time, I was just very frustrated. Tim, what would you rank So, it? not counting Z13, I have been to 4, 5, 6, 7, 7 Invitationals oh, since so I started. 20. You're counting Z13, you've been to... I said not counting Z13. So, I've, I've gone to 7 Invitationals since I started in the hobby 3 years ago, right? 4, 5, 6, 7... Eight nine, nine. This one is is the lowest of those nine, so one. I I'll give it a three because there were points where I was having fun, but it was almost a continuous state of just frustration the entire week. I completely agree with that statement. The, there were, there were times yep. that were fun, but I was almost constantly frustrated with something that the moderators were just like, "Hey, this is a thing now." You know how we said it wasn't? It's a thing now. And that's going to be some of my main yeah. uh, discussion. So let's just let's go through the weekend. So Mission Zero. So traditionally, for those that don't know, Mission Zero traditionally has been here's a freebie. If you get turned, you're still human. Like, have some fun, blow off some steam. It's Friday night. Get Not everyone can up. make it. Uh, they decided to make it count. So I... I almost think that's a violation of rule one, which is don't be a dick. Because Mission Zero's always been have some fun. And the second you make it, oh, 
instead of having you know, like a relaxing mission to start out with, you know, like mission one. Mission one was a very relaxing mission to begin with. Uh, mission zero is just like we're jumping right into it. If you get turned, you're screwed. And then a lot of people, like I think nine people got turned and only four showed up the next day. Which is something you run into. There were quite a few who died that night and then didn't show up for the main event. You yeah, know? and that's what you run into. That's why you don't do it that way. Yeah. Um, so, like, on a game design standpoint, there was three of us. And everything comes to a vote when decisions are made. Uh, this vote got a two out of three. For two yeses and one no's. One no. Um... And the idea was to change something from tradition. And I firmly believe that we should stray away from tradition, but at least give the players a little bit more than a day or two's notice of what's going to happen. Well, I... And... Go ahead. I Think about the justifications because it's an invite and people are traveling from quite a bit of ways away. I think you guys did change tradition, you know, because you guys added a new special, and I thought that that added was pretty cool. Added three new specials. Yep. And there's only one that was actually like super, super new, the Iron Maiden. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the Iron Maiden. That and was a pretty cool. Special. BG Undead is known to always stay with tradition, but I'll get on to that a little bit later. Well, it, changing um, tradition's all fine and dandy, but just not when people are traveling, because I know right. I know someone was going to travel like from Pennsylvania to BG, but then ended up changing their mind last minute. Um, right, right. Yeah. I, look, when you've got people traveling you should always far, be considerate of others, um, but I know a lot of the others' intent was very pro-zombie, and this was to make it scary and intimidating, to make the min, uh, midnight hunt threatening, and um, I feel like it could have been executed a little bit better. I, I don't remember who said this, but I think it's all marketing if it had been marketed as mission one instead of mission zero, because it started at midnight. So it technically was Saturday morning. I think if it had been marketed yeah. as mission yeah. one, there would have been a much better reaction to it. Yeah. Cause everyone in the community knows mission zero as mission zero. It never counts. It's just there to learn campus and like have fun. Whereas if you did change it to mission one, I wholly agree that people would have ha- probably had a much better reaction to it. Because I know some players that I had interacted with that night were just calling it Mission 1 because that's essentially what it was. Yeah. And it, I think another big issue was, so it it was leaked that Mission 0 would count several days prior than it actually being announced. And I think the fact it took you know, like the moderators so long to announce it really reflects poorly. Because something like that, you don't tell them I, what was it? The day before, or it was Thursday? It was told on Thursday, right? Correct. It was at least like Thursday or it was either Thursday, that week of or it was either something Thursday like that. Evening or Friday morning. Yes. I think it was Friday morning when I actually saw it. But it's just like when you change something that drastic, you don't wait until the day before to tell people. Yes. Um. Can we not say, are we trying to avoid what it is, or did I miss it because of choppiness? Mission Zero was for keeps. Yeah, Mission Zero that counted. Was, okay, so that was the change you guys are talking yeah. about. Okay. Yes, yeah. because Mission Zero is normally a no-kill, everyone-is-alive-again-tomorrow kind of scenario. 
It right. Was all they a did dream. that in End War this year too, which I wasn't a huge fan of. I, I do like the warm up mission usually, but well, um, they they just I'm they just better. eliminated Mission Zero. Uh, at BG, they still referred to it as Mission Zero. Oh, and I so gotcha. that's why I was saying yeah. it was a marketing thing. If they had referred to it as Mission One, I think it would have gotten a better reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So oh, then, advertisement was given out when we announced the event, which we announced the event um, during school. So we have made accordance of this plan in March, and we had ideas ready by April, May. And this was voted on in June. Um, and we have known that decision from June to August. Uh, it should have been advertised probably a little bit more than what it was. Compared to the announced two days before. It should have been, I would say, at most, like, mid-July. Jesse can clarify on this because I'm not sure if it was entirely the case or if it was not, but I believe it was requested that that information be let out sooner than it was. It just took that long for it to be released to the public for whatever reason. That's correct. Um, so moving on from that, was it Friday night or Saturday morning that the next announcement was made about the ammo types that were now necessary? Because I, I think it I was it was Saturday morning because yeah. you messaged us as soon as you had well, heard. I, I don't because it was posted and I think it was posted that night. Oh, I and I just no it, that was actually posted by me in the morning. Okay. Um, because I got the okay to post that that morning. I, I have a big issue with that too. Like, if, so once again, if people are coming from out of state, they're already packed. Like, I I didn't bring any mega darts. I so the they they posted something saying it's like oh here's. I don't actually remember what the rhyme was, but hey, diddle, diddle, bring some mega darts. Hey, diddle, diddle, bring some mega darts. <laughs> hey, diddle, diddle, bring some mega darts. It was like, monkey see, monkey do. This is something that you should do. Something Buy like, or pack in your bag. Something like it's that. whatever but you choose to do. Something like that. It was also like nine in the morning when we actually ended up getting up. Uh, and this it was supposed to start at, I think the, I think the schedule said 10, but BG time, so 10.30. And... In that time, yeah. we managed, We ran over to Meyer. I paid like, I bought like forty dollars worth of big shocks, or something. I still got to send you some money for that. Oh, Whatever. Goodness. And it's a, and then we needed it for like, a single mission. And see, like HVZ is marketed as a quote-unquote free game because you can come yeah. to play in a game like for free. You could have. Um, a thing we supply at BG is we have rental blasters and rental ammo that That's can also ammo. go out to people the day of. And we did have megas that day, but hence again was not where, advertised where at all and just kind of assumed that everybody knew we had those loners and ammo. Where were the megas? Because I never saw I never saw any rental darts. They were at the front of the okay. room, and it was stated in the rules and safety about where our Kami pile is and where our blasters are, always at the beginning of each. So well, I don't think it was... Another thing, here's another thing you run into. Some, some people, I don't know who, don't pay attention. I don't know who that is. Definitely not uh -huh. me. I pay astute amounts of attention all the time. Some people don't pay attention. Uh, so I Wait, do, what? I, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, what? Who? I had no idea that there were rental darts. So I think I think I just ended up using the two that came in the pack. But this it was like a constant theme throughout the week, throughout the day that hey, you have to have demolisher rockets to kill this special. You didn't bring any. Oh man, I, we should have told you that. Oh well, have fun. Hey, only Titanus can kill, kill this I guy. Myself had some concerns with, and yeah. I had no power over it because I myself wasn't told about the ammo types. But at a prior invite, actually the invite right before this one back in April, that same issue occurred where like the information that oh you needed specific ammo wasn't let out to the players until the day of. Yeah. Um, and that caused a lot of issues back then too. And it. Yeah. My favorite. I feel like. It, My favorite was continue. I think mission four when you needed like a Titan missile to kill a zombie. There was one in the rental bin that had like the front duct taped over, missing a fin. Uh, so we we had one Titan rocket and one Titan. So someone fired the rocket and then the zombie grabbed the missile and ran. Yeah. So, like that mission yeah. was pretty much um, a bust just because the zombie ran off with the one rocket, which I think as a whole don't be a dick. But. Yeah, four BG undead as a HVZ org was construct constructed a little bit differently than other HVZ orgs are. And I never really realized that until I went to different organizations and saw how they were set up. So for BG, the teams are not voted on as a team. They are voted on as individuals and the individuals are then randomly placed together. So you do not know beforehand how those individuals work together. So they are placed together, and then they must make a game. Um, usually it is stated that one person has a initial idea, and then they run with that idea and build a game around that idea. Which is kind of the same. But there's a lot of things in HVZ games in general where there's miscommunications. But I think BG Undead in general can work on its communication and strengthen that instead of just throwing a oh, you should have had this ammo, you don't have it, oh well. Because that seems generally dick-like as an admin, whereas yeah. it should be, okay, we gave you this warning a few weeks before or a month before, so you have time to prepare for it because we know you're traveling. Like when something like that happens, that it just really like makes the admin see, come off as saying, Eric, get ready, get ready to bleep this. Get f***ed. <laughs> Thanks for bleeping I mean, that, Eric. I'm ready. Thanks for bleeping it. Um, but I, it's just, there's so many things where it's just like, it made it seem like that the admins weren't making a game for the players. They're making a game for themselves to have fun. Which is like, yes. Which they, uh, it was very apparent they weren't. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. Which, I, again, admins, like, if you're moderating a game, you should have fun. Like, it should not be all work for you. But you need to understand that you need to step aside and make sure that the people you're bringing in are having fun. But here, here's what I think that, and Jesse, correct me if I'm wrong, here's the th problem I think comes with that. If the people who aren't having fun step aside, they run into an issue of they don't have anybody left to run the organization. That is very much correct. And that's something I definitely wanted to get into as this episode continued. Um... I'm not going to lie and skirt around the bush and say BG Undead is dying. Skirt, skirt. Because it is. And HVZ here in general is dying because the zombie fad is slowly decreasing. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but we are just struggling for players. So in that mindset, we need to bring an incentive to bring new people in into this college campus to further this org. Because to be an officer, you have to be a BGSU student. So we need to figure out an initiative to bring people in. And a prime example of something not to do is when admins or moderators or people who are the front face of this org are downplaying something, showing that they don't want to be there, just want to see humans' demise and laugh in their face when they're confused and angry and frustrated, is not something we want to live by. And personally, as myself, I think we need to change and scrap that whole outlook that BG Undead has and bring a more positive view into what things are. And if we don't, we could see an end to this org as soon as a year, two or two years. And I know one specific point. instance that I have that goes along with that is I uh, I was modding the entire event, so I had communication to a degree with, with some of the admins. And at certain points in the day, I got I, I, I heard this from some admins that they were specifically trying to make this hard for the players to make them miserable. And then when players wouldn't do objectives, they would then laugh in the players' faces behind their back. And I'm like, as as someone who, one, is a player in HVZ, and as two, as a mod of this org, is highly disrespectful to the people who you are trying to build a community with. And is one of the reasons why our org is suffering. It's because it, attitudes like that are existing within it. So, if you want to how is that out, even fun for them? Like, I, I don't know. I guess there are people who it like gives them like a power complex or something. I don't like know. Fun. There's uh, truly that mindset that is in BG Undead that you cannot deny is that people like to enjoy being in power. They absolutely love being the leader, and they value own objectives or personal personal goals. But we need to see it as a full whole circle, especially for BG Undead as an organization. We must see it for the players. See it so that they're having fun. That they're having fun. That everybody else is having fun. That everybody in an officer, moderator, and player standpoint is coming here to have fun. Not to just to see others' demise. Because trying to see the outlook of something bad onto people or to laugh from people's mistakes is not why we're here. So one of one of the things I always think is important when um when moderating an age like when even planning an HVZ is you should you should want the humans to win because regardless the zombie the zombies are gonna win like either way you look at it even if you try your hardest to make sure the zombies don't win they're going to win you guys even handed out antidotes and the zombies still won like the zombies are always gonna win but um one comment I have yeah. on that and this is about the the event itself um. And something that was brought up earlier about how, how the designers or the admins for this game were, were kind of like zombie focused. Um, I'm not sure if you guys picked up on this as players of our of this invite, but they said it was supposed to be zombie like tilted like, tilt in the favor of the zombies. But for a majority of both of the entire event, it was very much human sided. And when they realized their mistake, they kind of just threw everything towards the zombies, and it it wasn't didn't yeah. get re well received. As, as we went through the they, missions, I was going to go into into their yeah haste. Do you have something to add on to? Um, no, no, I uh, yeah. Go so ahead. as 
you know, like Saturday morning came. Uh, mission one. I I didn't actually have a problem with mission one. I thought mission one was probably the most cleanest scene mission mission one I've seen in a while. Granted, I don't think I fired a single shot at any yeah, zombies. Yeah, it was very no, no, low we did, action. we did. But, I didn't. But that's in my mind. That's how that I'm fine with that because in mission one for them was a lot of here's this building, here's some random fact. I'm putting this in quotes because they were off like. Dinosaur facts also in quotes because they were just kind of random stuff. But then, like, for later missions, it's like, oh, remember when the tour guide said this? And it's like, oh, now we need to go to that building. It gave us a tour around campus, so we got familiar with it. So in my mind, mission one, I didn't have an issue with that. It was it was setting stuff up, which is fine. Um, mission two... Crap, which one, was, which one was mission two? The one with the hoops? Mission two, uh, yes. Mission two hoops. is... Yeah, oh, to get the yeah, hoops okay. And also the Iron Maiden... Um, no, that was mission. Was what was yes. I? Oh yeah, I actually did not have an issue with that mission either. That one was pretty was pretty clean. Um, I I do think there was miscommunication on the humans part because you guys picked up the flag instead of the hoop. <laughs> but that was that was purely on our fault. That was on we us. picked oh, up no. the flag <laughs> because the hoop was already gone. Yeah, because we took the hoop. Oh. We took the hoop. The uh, Iron Maiden guys took the hoop. Which that was miscommunication on our part. Like, that's nothing against the game design. But um, also, like, imagine if we didn't bring walkie-talkies. That, that whole thing would have been a mess. I'm so glad we brought walkie-talkies. Um, and the walkie-talkies worked okay? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think if we were at, like, opposite ends of campus, we were having a little yeah, bit of issue. Yeah, we had a little but... bit of issue. But for the most part, it was fine. Like, it was... A, okay. It worked in, I think we are using, what, Baofengs? Yeah, we have Baofengs, and in a clear line of sight, they have a five-mile range. Yeah. So once you get on campus, that's usually probably only more like one or two miles um, because of the buildings and stuff. But it still mm -hmm. was enough to, unless we were at complete opposite ends of campus, we could communicate. Yeah, that like there's that one went pretty. That one went fine. I, nothing went wrong with that. People that got turned got turned for their own reasons. Uh, mission three was really was when the arena was really when you uh, took a squat in front of a fan. You like you like that's that like that metaphor, Tim. Like that's an metaphor. interesting way to put it. Like that metaphor. <laughs> um, so that was so that was the gladiator slash find the generators one, right? Yes. Um, Correct. From what from what I understood, the the gladiator battles were far easier than expected. Is that fair to say? Yes. Because I know you two were the ones uh, over by gladiators, which that's. Yeah. So in my mind, if something if something's easier than you expect it to be, that's on you. You can't do anything to adapt to that. Hopefully, Correct. there's there things built into the. There was some miscommunication within the game designers within that time. Yeah. Now there was a break. In between. There was some dead time, so there was some miscommunications that happened, that further made the arena easier than what it should have been. Um, but the humans who went in there executed the arena very well. They worked together and they watched each other's backs and they watched out for the specials. They made sure the person who was doing the puzzle was protected. The humans who went in there were very good human players. Well, and that's, that's why I those players were the ones that. that went in there. Like we made, like we organized it to so the players who uh, were you like the most organized and most efficient in doing that kind of things were the ones going in there. Yeah, and that was a very good execution. Um, as a game designer, I was not in the 
uh, presentation area for the human and the zombies, I was setting up the arena outside, so I do not know what happened within the rules briefings or between human or zombie. But when the humans came outside, they were very much prepared. Yeah. And they, they flow through that very quickly. And I, I love both sides, but I was very impressed by those humans. Oh, also, so, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but... I don't know if, Cooper, I don't know if you guys saw this, but for that mission, I was running as a sock ninja, so. <laughs> to make, to make you it actually even... did it, huh? Yeah, no, I, I didn't did. think you'd ever... Oh, no, I, like, I, it was, I was a very efficient sock ninja, because that just meant I was as fast as I could be. Which, Eric, as you know, I'm pretty, uh, pretty quick. Nice. Pretty quick. Uh, the, generators, the generators started out pretty fine. Um, I think it was a decently designed Oh, the mission itself was mission, decently designed. Uh, other than... If they stuck to, they stuck to the plan... I think it would have been fine. So one of the things so that from, I, from an are, are you going to get into the disapproval? Oh, yeah, you're just put your gripes what? towards mission three. Yes. Or well, I am. L- let me finish my <laughs> my thought real quick. One of the things that I found in doing Z13 is that I try to build in adjustable um, difficulty so I can kind of scale things as I see um, things, you know, trudging or going too fast. Um, And sometimes that's just a matter of uh, throwing a special in. Uh, But sometimes it's, uh, you know, so like, for instance, we have the supply run is one of our game types. Um, It's a scavenging mission. And depending on how many people I have, and I kind of have a good idea um, of what numbers go with how many, but I will adjust how many items they have to find that type of thing um but i I find that building in adjustable scalability so you can do that on the fly without um going back to tom's issue of not communicating things you know in advance um doing it so that the players don't realize you've adjusted something and it isn't going to go against information that's already been communicated my my big thing was at the beginning of mission three the mod reading us the rules specifically said there'd be no specials, no volatiles, which volatiles were uh, zombies that could only be killed by megas, correct? I think so. Uh, volatile... Yes, volatiles could only be stunned by megas. Yeah. So we were, so we were told that so we didn't need to bring any uh, mega darts or anything like that, so we left them all in the room. Um, three started out pretty fine. Uh, we got the first generator, which, so just so people know, generators were people that you had to put a hoop over. I'd have two hands on the hoop and then bring it over to the clock tower. First one was Tyler. Right. Fuck you, Tyler. You're such an annoying generator. Nothing against <laughs> you for that. Like, I he gave Tom so much crap. He gave me so much crap. <laughs> oh, no. What did he do? He was trying to steal he Tom's was, socks. He, and he, he was trying was... to like pry my fingers off. He yeah. tried taking off my gloves. He tried pouring <laughs> water on me. Uh, when I was he in, was a silly generator. He was a terrible generator, That's which hilarious. props to you for that. That, made, that was probably the most fun generator. I hated Aww. it, but I loved it. Um, <laughs> it's then, one of those things uh, wait, that wait, you wait. hate, but you, you love had... so much. You're like, God damn you, I love you so much. But you had Judah, too. I had all three of the generators. I had all the generators. <laughs> well, no, no, not, 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 um, I think not the Jude... third one. Not the third one. I think one Judah might have been more obnoxious oh, than Tyler, though. So <laughs> Tyler was annoying, but it was funny. Judah just genuinely made me angry. Um, so then but uh, we, go, we go after... Hold, I think, hold on. Yeah. To be fair, there was other things that happened with Judah Generator that may have what? soured 
your attitude at the time? No, I'm sure what she did would have just made me pissed either way. Yeah. So Judah apparently... Well, we're, getting, we're getting to that. All right, we're getting to all right, that. All right. So then we go after Generator B, which I'm just like, where the hell's Brandon? Because So we'd, we'd kind of like paired up with people. I had a hoop, and then Brandon had um, A. So me and him were supposed to go to A, but then we ended up just moving as one big group. And I'm just like, where's Brandon? Uh, I asked Scotty. Scotty's just like, I don't know. I'm just like, did he go to A? Because I know he had A. And a lot of confusion. People telling me like, oh, we don't know who has A. I'm just like, Brandon has A. They're just like, no, he doesn't. And we don't know where the hell Brandon is. So we go over, get B, bringing him back. And I grab, initially I just grabbed Joe. And I'm just like, Joe, let's just go, let's just go to A. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's over by Henson. Is that what it is? Henson? Has Henselman? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Harshman? Harshman. That's what the it was. It's over by Harshman. It's over by Harshman. Henselman? I don't know. Like sort of Heinz yeah. ketchup kind of thing? Well, this and one thing to point out about that is yeah. like, see, you're not a local person. Yeah. You're not going to know the name of the building. No. You're not going to know the icons of where it was at. No. So one thing that was highly debated about was what are we going to do for the people who are not from here? Well, if you made the hint uh, like about the spirit the ride. reason of the tour guide. Yeah. And that, that's, I appreciate that. Not a lot of right. people would have and done that and that made it nice. Yeah. And I heard a lot of good things about executing something like that. Which Order 66. Pretty cool. Like, like they did it. At, they didn't Original. do that at end war. And they're just like, Oh, it's over by math and science. It's just like, okay, where the hell is that? I don't know where that is. Right. And so it turned into just like us running the Originally, there was an idea in place to have like the map of campus on the slides with like general areas that would have been circled. Nice. That would have been very nice for players to have it. And but that idea was shut down because it was said to be too easy on the players. I I get both sides of that. It would have been very nice, but it also would have been very easy. Um. But yeah. so we run over. Brandon had been sitting with Generator A for like probably 20 30 minutes at this point we start walking him back um we get most of the way and then so one of the mods was dating generator a and so she decided it'd be a great idea to try and kiss him and get in our way while we're trying to transport the generator mind you he's like so these generators can walk at whatever pace they want he was going very very slow so it's just like why why would you intentionally try to screw us over right now we were pretty close anyway um, that really rubbed me the wrong way. And then all of us, like, we're getting there, and all of a sudden I start seeing, like, specials showing up. And I'm just like, where are all these specials coming from? We were told no specials this mission. We weren't just told no specials. I specifically asked. Oh, I asked her three times. Th- there, the there, were, there were specials in the arena, and, and I specifically asked if there would be specials outside of the arena at any point going after the... Uh, people who were doing the tour guide mission and was specifically told no. I was told no three separate times about that. So that's that's I when I some, that's when I started getting very, very frustrated. Which Tim knows I when I play H V Z into why that happened. Yeah, I we so, I, so Jesse Cooper, I don't know if you guys have seen I'm a I'm a goofy dude, but when I play H V Z I get very serious. Tim yes. Tim's seen this. I get I get serious. I play to win. He 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 plays goofily but he takes it personally. Oh, I, I play very seriously. Like, I'll, I'll run goofy stuff, but I'm, I'm serious about it. And so we, we start going after the fourth generator, which was over by Skybridge. We get there. There's nothing there. And so me, Brandon, and Becca, 
who split off from the group as we tend to do. Um, we're like just like okay, maybe it's over by. I think we said like the journalism building or something, based off the clue. So we're like almost there. Mind you, we've also got a zombie tailing us. The uh, guy with two shields. Uh, the cowboy hat. Yeah, guy. yeah. Who's probably like one of the scariest zombies there. Um, who he, was actually like a very nice guy. Yeah, he was almost as good as Michelle, Eric. No, you. He, he was probably because <laughs> Michelle doesn't use shields. Yeah. He was probably. We don't let her. She's yeah, she's good yeah. enough without. Who he was like the the double shield zombie. He was very nice. Like we uh we ended up. He's calling, a very good player. Oh, he, he is very good sportsmanship. We ended up uh calling a truce for a few seconds while we tried to get into a building to all get water. Uh, he was he was a decent enough guy. He yeah, didn't. That sounds he didn't like a stand up guy. Oh, he That's was he cool. was a very nice guy. And then we get there and I hear on the radios that she got up, like the generator got up to use the bathroom because her phone was dead. And like. Yep. And it's just like, okay, what? That I, has so, happened in the past where that player has left their objective and it has gotten in the way of the game. So, of course, like, I, I spout some profanities and we go back. Uh, we get her. <laughs> so we skip the puzzle. We're just told we can bring her back. And so all the other generators have walked in the direction at whatever pace they wanted and been as obnoxious to me as they wanted to while walking in the direction. She just starts running in random directions. Not like, not like, oh, I'm going to walk this way. Like, sprinting in one direction. And end up, ends up breaking the hula hoop because of that. And I, I legitimately end up, like, having to drag her. Like, and I'm not talking just like, oh, leading her. When I, I'm meaning, like, leaning into it, dragging her towards the objective. And there's, there's a lot of BS. But then at that point, that's when I'm just like, yeah, this is no longer fun. Uh... So we end, uh, we end up completing the mission. We lost a lot of humans. We lost probably 90% of the humans we had at that point. Um, I think at least half of us had some injury. I It turned out at some point I had kicked the inside of my ankle and was, like, bleeding profusely. I had a bruised butt. I was wondering how you got that cut. Yeah, so I, that happens a lot with the... Well, like, that happens a lot when I run because I, I have a bad habit of kicking my ankle. And so I, yeah. like, I cut my the inside of my ankle and it was bleeding, bleeding profusely. That happened. Uh, that happened about five minutes into the mission, because so I'd been bleeding all over campus. Were you able to get it patched up? Oh yeah, like I'm, I was fine. I was fine. Like I was oh, fine okay. like then, because um, generator A happened to have a small med kit on him, so I wiped, uh, wiped it off with some alcohol, threw a bandaid on it. Bandaid quickly fell off. Okay. After the meeting, after the mission, yeah. I put another bandaid on it and wrapped my ankle in electrical tape, so it oh. wouldn't fall off again. I need to get a medical kit for my belt. That that's why I have you know that like little tube one I have that's why I have that just so it's something. Cause yeah, Tom. You, I don't know if you remember me electrical tape. I love that good stuff. I like to keep my pants up with it when they rip while I'm uh, yeah. bending over. Yeah. Um, it's last really stage. handy to buy first aid kits, especially the little ones you can buy for five bucks at CVS, just to keep on yourself or other people in case a yeah. medic can't come right away, or if it's just like a little cut, you can slap the yeah. bandaid on there. Uh, so that mission but, that mission ends. I how many people from Detroit were still alive? I think it was just me and Devin. Oh, Joe was still alive. Joe and Andrew. Tim, how'd you get out? I didn't hear Tim's uh, getting out story. Was, wasn't weren't you just tagged? Tyler? <laughs> no, wasn't that the first time? It uh, was on the way back from lunch. Well, that, that was your antidote. He means like your actual oh. tag now. Who, wasn't it just a normal tag? The antidote story was really funny though. Yeah, wasn't um, it just a standard tag? No, it was. It was actually it was the double shield guy. Yeah. I was trying to save your ass yeah. as you were escorting Judah in. 
and they they rushed. Another. So my big gripe with the humans that mission was they would walk faster than the generators. So it would literally leave me and Brandon, who were like guiding generators, literally out behind them as the zombies are coming up. And we're just like, hey, guys, you know we have the objective, right? And then it looks like, oh, we'll just walk faster. It's just like it's not up to us how fast we walk. Uh, so yeah, it's easy to get ahead of the ahead of a, an escort target when you're playing that. Because they always, they always, every time I've played, yeah. they always move whatever speed they want. Yeah, that's like it's it's fine if you have some people. Pull, it's fine if you have people up front to uh, to scout, like, but it's not even bullshit. I guess it's yeah. kind of part of the game. No, it's part. They of, always. Do I don't. I don't mind walking. So yeah, it's annoying, but that's the point. Uh, then after that, we end up going out for dinner. At that point, I decide like like I'm tired. I'm done. Becca, Becca got turned that mission too. I'm just I like I, I stopped having fun. 88 degrees and the sun heavy on our heads and just a lot of the missions were search and find, go and find, run and find, run around campus. After mission three, four of the missions were all dossier hunts. Everyone was uh, pretty zapped yeah. after mission three. After mission three, there's a there's a lull to go and get dinner. We go and get dinner. I pretty like I pretty much decide then. I, so we it was debating not even showing up for the next mission. Um, to just playing the mission out and seeing seeing where it went, like giving it my all for that. Eventually, what it turned into was me, me and Joe, and I think uh, the two other guys who were with Sean and Jonathan ended up. Uh, so we found out that the oval was going to be a spawn point for zombies and the clock tower. I, we're, so I decided, screw it, I'm done. I, w I just want to get tagged by Becca because it's her ha first HVZ. I want it to be you know, like something nice for that. So uh, me, me and Joe start walking towards the clock tower because we know that's an instant respawn. I call Becca and I say, hey, we're on our way to the clock tower. She's like, you and all the humans? I'm just like, no, just me and Joe. You can come. Can you like come tag me? And so uh, that happens. And me and Joe get to the clock tower and we're like looking around. And we just see like probably 40 zombies like running at us. And um, I, I, you know, like I tagged the first few ones, but finally I'm just like, look, like I just, I just want to go home. I just want my girlfriend to tag me. I just want it to be like something nice. It's her first HVZ. And everyone's just like, yeah, no, that's totally fine. Tim was trying to distract me, which just meant he got shot a bunch. Um, and you know, like me and Becca were having fun. I, you know, like she would try to strafe. I'd, uh, I'd tag her out. She'd go back, respawn back in. And then this dude, like, runs up behind me and tags me. And it's just like, you're out. And, like, I just stand there looking at him. Just like, what? He's like, I tagged you. You're out. Give me your wristband. And we're just like, at this point, Ray comes over. And he's just like, what What happened? I'm just like, this dude just tagged me out. And we're all just like, we were trying to let Becca, Becca tag him, like, to do something fun. And he's like, oh, you can, you can go back in. I just want your wristband. And it's just like, no. You can't go back in. Like, you you ruined it. We were trying to do something fun, and you ruined it. So that was how <laughs> I got it. And at that point, like, we're just like, screw it. But I, I think that tag really sums up how BG went. Humans tried to do something fun, and then someone ruined it. I have some insight as to why, like, the whole, oh, there were no specials in the briefing for Mission 3, but oh, look, there's all these specials. Fill us in, Coop. Um, give us, give us the scoop, Coop. So me and Jesse did not know about the briefing because we were we were busy setting up the mission. So neither of us heard what the briefing was for that mission. Um, and we're out there 
uh, the end of mission two, humans technically failed mission two because the fourth hoop was you not returned. You technically failed mission two. Um, yeah, but the at the and at, between the two missions, I was with some of the admins, and the admins were talking about how they were gonna release specials at the beginning and tell players about that to make it a little harder as punishment for you know failing a mission. What ended up happening was the humans were given the objective anyways. And when the admins realized that was a bad idea, the, the choice was made without cons like telling any of the mod. Like, I wasn't informed of this. Um, other players weren't informed of this. The, the admins just said, okay, here's specials. Go. Um, I was told to be a volatile originally outside of the arena, and I went, I was confused because I was, I, to my understanding, I wasn't supposed to. And then after that, I was told to be a couple different specials. And at that point, personally, I was tired and like just out in the sun. So I gave my position to a fellow mod who was room sitting, and I took the room sitting position to just cool down for a bit. But that's really the reason why the specials just kind of showed up out of the blue, because it was a backfire plan that happened on the fly. And that's basically what happened with why everything kind of turned chaotic with them during mission three. Well, so like it's fine. It's if you want to release specials, and that's fine. But then you need to supply us with the ammunition needed to stun them. Yes. And then, so I I wasn't there for actually like most of mission four, mission five. But from what I understood, there's like oh, then this zombie needs to be stunned by demolisher rockets. Hope you brought those. You didn't. Oh no. Granted, I do think some people had demolish rockets, but not enough to, like, justify that I, ammo type. I and know then, one player had it because they had recently acquired it that day. Yeah. Um, so there were rockets there. And there were rockets in the back, but that were they were kept from the players. And I ended up going and grabbing the rockets because the players weren't told they were there. Yeah. And then, I think I already talked about the uh, Titan rocket, how there was only one. And then a zombie took it and ran. Um, that also happened during Final Stand, where a zombie took the rocket before the mission and proceeded to not give it to the humans the rest of the mission. Like, honestly, and that should have been two D-bads right there. That should have gotten yeah. So So, the thing is, there was a lot of specials that could have had acknowledgement in what their weaknesses were. And a justification for that that was found within the admins was, we don't want to give it all away, because then it would be too easy or then we're making the game too easy. You're making the game too easy. If you make it too easy, people aren't going to play it. And that isn't necessarily the fact. You don't want to think that it's too easy, but you want to think that I want people to understand this game so they can have as much fun as possible. Not necessarily, oh, I'm making it easy. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Um... Yes, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It, yeah it <laughs> Sorry. It does. <laughs> no, um, I, yeah, it totally makes sense. The, you, you, you have a constant influx of people in college, so there's you know you always have freshmen. There's always people have, that have to learn the game, become good at the game. And then you've got pros, right? So just to interject a quick side note, I think that a lot of the challenge in HVZ should come from you doing so, like making it as a player like trying something fun or you know trying to complete objectives if you want to try hard like it's always you can make it as hard as you want that's the beauty of hvz even a, a quote-unquote easy hvz is 
you choose your difficulty level. You can always hide in the middle of a tasty snack and last to the end if you want. But if you, you know, want to make it harder for yourself, be the be the hero who goes out and, and does objectives and tries to be a sock ninja. Yeah, or sock ninja. Do you know, if you don't want dumb. to be involved in the story, you can sock ninja or you can, you know, make yourself a little you know, reduce your blaster capability cuz it's you know, it's not all about the blaster. Yeah, I mean, yeah. do something dumb like worst comes to worst, you're a zombie and you win. Yeah, the whole OZ thing just sometimes sometimes it looks better and better um, you know, as time goes along. I I do see the potential like I I think Ragnarok is is being pretty well managed and pretty well, and it's growing nicely. Um, I think it's that Ragnarok is sort of the the counterpart to End War and H you know and HVZ in terms of big game types out there and, and I love HVZ and I'd, I'd hate to see it sort of die off but it just it hurts every time you see mismanagement in the in the game type because yeah. you want yeah. it to still reign supreme that thing that people want to do that people seek out I think, and like I think, uh, playing off of that like as a admin and a game designer for this game when there is internal struggles within the higher ups and miscommunications there it's going to go down the ladder there's going to be miscommunications from the top to the middle with the moderators and the people helping to the players like it's just going to go down the chain if you don't fix it right from the beginning and if you refuse or think the change is too easy, you're not understanding how you can fix the game. And I'm not meaning that in any ill will. I'm just saying you need a team of dedicated people who are making a game to be fun for all players, zombies and humans alike. If this is basically out to all the people who are in a club that is struggling, an HVZ organization that they're a part of, that they slowly see that in the future may not work out. If the things that are not working out that are in the moment, and as I can say, as a part of a member of BG Undead, things are not working out in the moment, and we need to change. We need to go away from tradition and find something new. Bearhead to see what is good, what is bad, hear what everyone else has to say, hear what people inside have to say, and figure things out as a community, not as just one person in power, not as just the few people that want to stay in power or the few people that stay there all the time. We need to think of this together. And a lot of the times, people don't want to think together. They want to think for themselves. And even for a club that's just supposed to be fun and have to be fun, it's very frustrating all the way around. But I think we can find a good future for our future organization. We just need to get others into it. And to get others into it, we need to make it fun. We need to continue making it fun. We need to see what was fun about this event and put it into the next one we do and the next one we do. We need to keep encouraging people and motivating people, not trying to break them down. So, uh, guys, Going off of that... Um, Speak, Cooper. Going off of what, what Jesse just said, um, a while back, one of our, one of our mods mentioned that there are values that our club upholds in the mod core and through recent events and recent times this event and also uh, just in general time and time again it's proven that there are people in this org who are not upholding those values and it's as as an inter as one of the mods it's sucking the life out of the org 
Um, it's not all of the mods, it's just those people in our org who are just sucking it dry. And, like, if you're gonna say you uphold these values, but then act in the opposite, you're doing nothing but harm to yourself and to the org. So, I encourage people who want to continue HVZ in an end note to stay positive, be positive, and think of other people as people, whether they're pretending to be undead or not. They're still human. They still need to be respected as people. And I and think that's the first step way to get there. So, uh, so guys, sorry for the bit of a, a tag. sorry about for a bit of a heavier episode, but we're all very passionate about HVZ. We didn't mean for this to be all bad, but like there were there were highlights, there were fun times. We just want to make sure that HVZ grows and doesn't diminish. It, Why don't you do your favorite moments? Um, that's something that we've done with past HVZs to talk about like does it have to be during the H- the most does it have to be during like the HVZ yes. or just the entire yes, time yes it does like, yes it but does the driving was so nice why don't you do well we've heard about the driving yeah. driving was very nice <laughs> um, um what's my yeah, favorite during moment during the game during the game what, what was my it my favorite moment might actually be escorting Tyler back to the clock tower it really sucked and it was really annoying <laughs> but I appreciated it <laughs> Trying to think what yeah, mine that's is funny. pretty funny. Oh, it's super funny. Trying to think what mine uh, would be. My favorite moment probably as a game designer was there was a few people who did originate from BG who this was their first game and they were blown away by what this community has. They didn't even know HVZ existed until that day. And I encourage them to travel, to meet new people, to see what they do, to see what other clubs have, that HVZ is a new and uprising community that is something that is very fun and healthy to get into. And it was very exciting to see how their faces lit up just by this nerdy club. Hmm. Uh, Tim, what was your favorite? Oh, sorry. I was just... Sorry, you're good. Uh, So probably my favorite part of the entire event um as one of the mods i didn't get to play per se i was mostly on the side or playing as specials thank you train i don't know if you guys can hear it yeah i can. definitely can Choo-choo. hear it Choo-choo. Choo-choo. a little french accent um, ambiance <laughs> but as i didn't get to play per se my favorite moment's more on the offside part because i got to play some of the specials during the day uh and probably my favorite thing was during mission two being able to play as the iron maiden uh, basically, I was a uh, blind witch, so I had my bandana over my eyes so I couldn't really see, and I just react to the sound that was around me, and I couldn't kill anyone, but players would be stunned by me, and they had to get these bandanas off of me, and I just started flailing my arms around and, and running in circles to get them away from me. <laughs> and ev- everyone I talked to who interacted with me during that mission also had a lot of fun, and just seeing the the positivity that came from myself as the special and the players who had nothing but good things to say about that that part of the mission made me really happy you you oozed positivity and so did they but it was pretty funny because they had to be quiet so cooper would slap him with a noodle and i saw tom fall and slip on the grass and fall on his back and i just heard a very very quiet oh <laughs> uh, no it was, it was f- oh that's three that works too Dude, it's like five and, yeah see i told and, you i don't always hear um so mine, I think, is when we went off on our own um, to get Generator A. Oh, yeah, that was fun. But Yeah, it was, it was Tom, 
and Joe, Joe and I Becca. and Becca and, and uh, Grace, I think. Yeah, Grace was with us because she had the yarn. Um, and she died with the yarn. Yeah. But uh, just, you know, I am usually one that plays in support. You know, I, I don't uh, get extra crispy on the, the very front line. And, uh, you know, that was pushing my limits some. So I, I definitely enjoyed that. <laughs> crispy boy. Yeah. Tim, you got a little sun. Well, we know Tom got a little sunburned. Did you get sunburned? No, I did not. Cooper, did you guys see where I got sunburned? No. I saw where Ray got sunburned. I got. I mean, <laughs> I got a single line of sunburn on my shoulder. Oh, like just one line. It's just like, uh, how does nice. this happen? All right, so, so final. My favorite moment oh. from BG. <laughs> what was? Uh, was the was that time that I got to listen to all you guys tell me about your favorite moments? In so we, we did get a, we did get a nice picture. Yeah. Hey so, Tim, do you want to tear, tell Eric about how you lost your antidote? Hmm. I don't think he does. So all right. I don't, so <laughs> Eric Bowling Green does extra lives. So they were when once you've gone through rules and safety, you got a wristband kind of like we do here at Z13, and that was your life. And if you got turned, you had to rip it off and give the tag to the person who got you and you could get what they called antidotes which were extra lives if you found jesse somewhere on campus she she was the ad or the antidote giver if you found where she was hidden on campus during the lunch break you got a second wristband and that was your antidote it was basically like uh you know you come back to life if you get turned so we we found out where she was from Buff Daddy, who had, had gone at the beginning of lunch. And so Andrew, Joe, and I were in one car. We rolled up to the closest parking lot, saw her leaving, and ran up. And I was like, hey, can I get an extra wristband? Now, she was with Cooper and Tyler, who were dart sweeping. And I did not realize that Tyler was banded. So she handed me one, and he walked over, put his hands on my shoulder, and said, hey, can I get that wristband? He's <laughs> like, son of a bitch. It was really funny. <laughs> so then I popped him so that Andrew that and Joe great. didn't lose theirs either. I, I shot him, and he, goes, he shrugged, and he was like, eh, that's fair. <laughs> I, I was a, a little salty, only because Tyler's the reason I died at the Youngstown Invitational that you and I went to. <laughs> That's the guy that tagged me out when uh, Sierra had uh, gotten control of me and possessed me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so he shot you, though, to put you out of your misery, right? right? Yeah, that, that's how I died at, at Youngstown, and then he took my extra life. He has a streak now. Now he's after. Now well, he's yeah, after. he's got a kill streak going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm always joking so that I, I think Sierra has a thing for me because she has a special always goes for me the the dinosaur <laughs> survival the, the dinosaur survivalational she got me on the way to mission one i never fired a single shot i was so bummed because that was that was the first game that i had gone to with my brand new fdl2x and i got turned and didn't fire a single shot out of it ow yeah so we definitely sound like those guys like i bet you that uh so i don't know if you ever played paintball back in the day but there was always the guy who would just have like the craziest, you know, air, or the craziest paintball uh, blaster, and you'd like everybody be like, "I'm gonna tag that guy out. I'm gonna get him." That's you, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> have no no uh, delusions that I'm not a tryhard. I am totally. You know, if you <laughs> look like at my my, my gear, my tack, I'll, yeah. Um, 
try hard until you get out, but just, yeah. you know. All right. Well, so, you did say you were a bit salty. Yeah, uh, for well, for a little bit, boy. but it, it was a clean tag. It was legit. I didn't pay attention. I I'm upset at myself for not realizing it. It was a it was a clean Tim, tag. Tim got tagged and just dropped his shoulders and his head forward and just went oh, <laughs> and then walked away. Yeah. It was a sad boy moment. Yeah. It was a sad boy moment. So uh, shout outs, right? Well, wait, wait. What do you want to do? Let Let's give final thoughts because I've got a couple of quick things I want to hit on. I'll make it real quick. So it boils down to two things um, where, you know, and I, we'll probably call this episode when HVZ goes wrong or something along those lines. But there were, there were two main things that I saw recurring over and over again, and it's the themes for what we were talking about today. A, internal conflict um, with the admin, because and I won't go into specific instances, but there were several times where me as a spectator was... Uh, exposed to internal conflict, uh, discussions, arguments, heated conversations between uh, various uh, what seems to be factions within the admin group. Um, and my advice to everybody listening is that if, even if that is going on, um, a work you need to work through the differences to take care of it. But until it is taken care of, that's the type of thing that needs to happen behind closed doors so that your consumers, so that your your audience, the people that are coming out to participate, don't see that because it bleeds over and they pick totally up on agree. that. Totally agree. And it, it, it can only make things worse. Um, and then the second and more important theme is lack of communication or miscommunication. And And if you go back and listen to everything we've talked about in this last hour, 90% of it comes back to that. The not knowing about the special ammo types, the uh, some admin not uh, knowing that the um, specials were being released during Mission 3. Uh, it, it all comes back to lack of communication or, or miscommunication um, between admins or from admins to the players. So uh, being on the same page with everybody that is helping to run the event is crucial and i say that as i guess a bit of a hypocrite because for z13 i pretty much do everything you know i include uh tom and sam and and a few others to assist me but all of the game types they've pretty much all been my brainchild so i've kind of kept a close close you know control of it um and i hope that that has not caused any issues and and help for smoother gameplay detroit dart talks over oh shit but yeah, that's, uh, you've, that's your yeah. multiple one yeah, yeah you done bleeped up tim yeah. yeah there's been a lot of swearing this episode anyway well it, it's a passionate episode we're passionate you know so gotta edit it, that too what <laughs> that was nothing you wrong peaked. with that one you peaked that's the point it's funny no it's not it's it comedy. hurts people's ears <laughs> it hurts my migraine it's provocative. Right. It gets people uh, excited. La- la- last quick oh thought. We have done a lot of mean? complaining and griping this episode. I don't want people to think that we didn't enjoy ourselves. Uh, I, I will absolutely go to the next BG Undead event. Um, a bad day nerfing is still a better day than a good day at work. Good day fishing. So I bad will be back to the next BG Undead. I hope that things have turned around by then and if not it's still a bad day nerfing instead of a good day at work 
It's like that one country song says, a bad day of fishing beats a good day of anything else. Mm. So, all right. Those are my final thoughts. I'll hand it over. Uh, Shout outs. Oh, yeah. Final thoughts. Um, I I still had fun. Um, So Becca's first HVZ, she she knew that she had fun, but she also knew that there was clearly like stuff that wasn't supposed to be happening. I feel like that was a pretty general consent consensus. Like it was fun, but like, is is that that's so supposed to happen? Do, do you know the answer to this? Would she go back to BGN dead? Probably. Okay. I mean the HVZ bug bit her bad. So good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, I'd, could I'd you fun. say she was infected? Uh, uh-uh. okay. what, I, I was bad joke. I'm gonna. I'm gonna edit that there? joke. Out. Oh <laughs> come on! What if I just press? Re- what if, I was. I was just like so tempted after you said that to just end the recording and just oh. have it end. <laughs> that would've been so funny. But, I'm gonna shoot your other nipple. <sighs> I, I only have three happen. left. You only have three left. Mall rats. Uh yeah. Fi- I might not edit this one. I might. I might just. Well, I'll probably just randomly edit it. <laughs> I'm just going to edit whatever I feel like. Throw in beeps it. in random <laughs> spots. So, okay, why, why wasn't that fuck beeped? Oh, okay. All right, so, Tom, what, what were your fuck final itty, thoughts? Fuck, I literally just fuck said fuck that. Song. Fuck itty, fuck, like, fuck. like 30 seconds ago, I said my final thoughts. All right. Jesse yeah. Cooper, fin- final thoughts. One thing I follow up is I love HVZ to the bottom of my heart. Whether it be a bad game, whether whether it be a great game or a bad game, even if it's a bad game, I still want to give my all because at the end of the day, what matters most to me is not myself or like myself at all. It's more so the others because I ask, did the players have fun? If they had fun, then I had a good day. And that's what matters to me. And I hope we can turn around and continue to take what was great and make another an even better game next time and i uphold and what i can strongly encourage for other people is to give positivity and ooze positivity because that is given then to the players because any negative intentions are not needed and a happy birthday to jack he turned 20 today little baby uh he's got another (laughs) year before he can legally drink yes (laughs) uh so shout outs I guess was, I guess you just did your shout well, out. Wait, did Cooper? Do you have your own final thoughts, or did Jesse speak for you? Thought. Um. So my final thought is, at the end of the day, HVs is a game you're supposed to have fun in. And as myself as a mod, and as I have, other players have informed me, a lot of people didn't have fun at this last invite, and they had fun but not like fully enjoyed themselves. And I think one of the big problems, at least for this organ itself, and I love this org, I don't want it to fall, I don't want anything bad to happen to it, but the org is bleeding from the inside. And there are people in it who only care about themselves, and I don't know how much longer this org has left, but I just want people to keep plumbing and keep playing as long as we are here, because at least as long as I'm in this org, I'm going to keep fighting for fun games, because that's what we're here to do. Sweet. That's pretty neat. Uh, right. Shout outs. Now we can do shout outs. Uh, Jess already did her shout out to Jack. Oh, yeah. Cooper, your turn. Uh, uh, Tom's beans. Ah. <laughs> and how much I hate them. <laughs> the first that came to mind. <laughs> yeah. T- 
Tim. My shout out goes to Andrew Henry for getting us awesome berets. Oh yeah, I wanted one. What the hell? Well, you. T- Andrew said I, you get it. I really liked those. I thought they were really cool. Andrew said you get a beret when you wear your jersey. <sighs> Never getting one. <laughs> the jerseys are too hot. The three of us all wear ours. I wear a um, compression t-shirt underneath it. Yeah, that's that seems true. to help. I wear like no shirts for me, Z. Yeah, you'd run around in a banana hammock if you could. Maybe not that much. So like speaking Daisy are of none of that nonsense, speaking um, of I'm gonna shout habits. out real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna, shout, I'm gonna shout out John because he actually uh, sent a message. Um, I don't want to, in case he doesn't want us to use his last name, but um, from from our suburban Detroit Nerf Club oh, okay. for sending me a message and, uh, and sort of jokingly calling me out on something I said in an old episode um about uh about what social media was actually good for and and he he got me so this one's for you buddy when you're listening that was that was really funny good catch that's it uh oh wait yeah it's my turn isn't it crap yeah um (laughs) can't shout out your beans i'm gonna shout out jackie and jesse for just being lovely people (laughs) you're welcome also who do shout out slater too i guess <laughs> Just because. Yeah, we haven't shot him out in a while. Miss you, buddy. You also don't talk as much in our Discord. I don't like that. Talk more. Shout out to you Buff. Did, did you already do your shout? There's a general shout out yeah, to yeah. Buff Daddy for bringing a uh, Percy's and a Percy's. Titan. It's Percy's. I don't actually know. It's Percy's. It's the Percy's. It's dumb. Yeah. Percy's and a Titan and the Mutator and the Agitator. Aggravator. Yeah, ag- ag- Wait, so. which one? The uh, agitator, yeah, agitator. with the drum. Um, he had a bunch of the oh, new yeah, hotness blasters there for us to all check out, and the Percy's is freaking awesome. Can't wait to I, get I my just, hands on that. Uh, the the I hopper. I'm so excited for the Percy's, and I am so sad that I don't have an HP. Eric, the the hopper on it is clearly designed to be modular and carry multiple. It has a pull loop on it, so like when it you know like a like a ranger loop on the twenty two mags. It has yeah. one of those built in. It has no other yeah, function right. other than, and it has the Nerf logo embossed on the side of it that is clearly hidden when it's in the blaster. It it, it screams to me that they plan on marketing them separately like they do the Chaos mags. Ooh, I hope so. And they, I mean, I, I think I might check out the ability to do pods because I always did worry about balls falling so at the bottom of it, those. But. So they redesigned it from the Nemesis to where it will be much better. Um, you probably run about the same amount of risk of losing a ball out of this designed hopper as you would out of the top of a mag uh, in a carrier. So, oh, okay. Yeah, Great. you might lose one or two, but nowhere near like you would with a Nemesis hopper. Um, and darn it, I just I lost the last thing I was going to point out, but it is uh, it's freaking awesome. I'm I'm so excited. For it. I don't know. Why. I've, never been, oh. I've never been excited for a Nerf blaster ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that, maybe not ever. That was like, the other I've thing. Never... The uh, the opening on the pod is a little bit narrow. It makes using um, I'm sorry. The, the opening on the hopper is a little bit narrow. It makes using pods to reload a little bit awkward. You got to kind of do it slowly. Mm-hmm. Buff was saying. I'm totally gonna make a paintball pod cover that is um, longer and have the door so the door just like a paintball pod door flaps open. I'm just gonna have that. Where it flips open, kind but it's like, narrow. So kind of like, like that one uh, hair dryer attachment. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what yeah. it would. I mean, with a little angle, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, just like that. 
That's what I was envisioning when you were saying it. Yeah, that's the perfect, perfect way of looking at it. Well, thank Again, you guys for showing up. To Jack. And happy birthday, Jack. And thank you to all of our donors at BGN Dead for this past game and for all of the players that came out because it wouldn't be a thing if they weren't there. And to Buff Daddy for donating awards and just being a great guy because he's helped out in, in the HVZ community in general so much more than he's given credit for. And thanks to our hosts for having us on tonight. Thanks yeah. for showing up and dealing with Thank us. You for, well, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for <laughs> yeah. joining us and, and um, being open and honest about uh, the event because everybody loves to talk about when an event was great, but it's good to have these type of discussions too. Hey, Tim, you all know this is great. Mm. Hashtag free stuff. Bye. <laughs>